Hello everyone. I know it's a little bit early this morning and we have got a nice show for you. A nice show. We've got an interesting show for you, which if you apply this to your health and your training, you will get great results. I cannot guarantee that enough. That is a hundred percent LHS stamp on that. If you do exactly what we're going to talk about in the show today, you will get some amazing results. And all those times when you feel like giving up or you feel like cheating on your diet or you feel like not doing your steps, it will all slot into place like a set of Connect Four and you will stick to your food, you will stick to your steps and you will smash your workouts. But before we get started, a little, a little intro from Theon. How was your weekend, bud? Did, was it yeah, boozy? Uh, no, not really, actually. It was one of the weekends I had off, which is quite uh, interesting. Yeah. Um, Friday night, I went to uh, a friend's house. What did we do? We just sat in the garden and had a little fire because um, it was a nice evening, nice sunset. Um, but didn't, no, I didn't really get that busy. And then had a early night because I had work Saturday, which was pff, rancid. You know, the heat on Saturday, it was like 28 degrees or something. I was working in a greasy kitchen. And we had a thermometer in there, right? It was 39 degrees inside the kitchen. I used to, do, do you know, I used to work with someone and I used to work in a kiosk down West Bay, right? This is funny. And he used to always get the thermometer out because he basically worked out there was a certain temperature. And if it gets too hot, it's not like work. You're not, it's not a workable temperature. You can leave, yeah. You can leave. And he was like trying to put his temperature, my thermometer, like round the kiosk. It was like a little wooden hut I was in. And he was like, it's not good. It's, it, it's rising. I don't feel good. He was like, we need to tell the boss. We need to tell the boss it can't work. And I was just like, hey, just get on with it. Just, yeah, just get out. Yeah, yeah. Put it over the griddle. Like, of course, it's going to be hot over the griddle. You don't want to sit <laughs> on the griddle. But God, those days, those, those days were tough. And you know what? It's like when you talk about habits and stuff, I used to sit in front of ice cream all day. And it was literally every single flavour, like 20 flavours. And I used to eat ice cream all day. It, yeah. It's, you just do it all the time. And lunch was just like burgers, chip. It's just such a bad... It's such diet. a hard way to go because I'm, I'm similar. It's, it's not ice cream. And so, well, we actually, we do have ice cream. Um, but it's just like when it's all in front of you, it's so hard to, to resist. But, that, but you can re- relay that back to, you know, everyday life. Like if, if if we're working, say you not anymore, but me, I was done in a little cafe and it's like you've got all the crisps, the chocolate bars, the chips and all that, just they're readily available. Yeah. If you're if you if you see that in and out, in and out, in and out, that's gonna deteriorate your willpower not to have it. Hundred so percent. Like you can relay that back to, you know, your average Joe who's just, you know, maybe got two kids and a family and a dog or whatever. I don't know why I even just said that, but they've just got like <laughs> they've got like chocolate bars and crisps in the yeah. cupboard, and if they're yeah. opening the cupboard day in day out to to cook for their family or to get the cereal out or whatever it is, and you see that chocolate bar like ten times throughout the day, by eight o'clock you're gonna pick it up and you're gonna eat it. It's gonna happen. It it, it, it doesn't work. So trying to have, trying to not have them things there would be a lot easier. Definitely, and the dog it's as well. It's easier for you to do that at home than it is to do it at the cafe. So yeah. on a Saturday, I kind of pork out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, it's like we talk about habits so much and people just don't just, it, it doesn't slot into place enough. I think people feel they need a perfect training plan. They need a perfect diet and they need, you know, this perfect amount of sleep, bang, bang, bang. But they forget the most simplest thing is to not do the bad habits. 
and the easiest way of not doing the bad habits is to make them invisible. So you just go to your cupboards and you just get rid of all the crap in your cupboards and you literally get rid of all of it because at eight o'clock in the evening, if there's no chocolate bars in there, you're not going to eat them. You know, exactly. you're not going to eat baking soda, are you? Or you're not going to eat like, you're not going to go, oh, I overdid it on Brazil nuts. No one ever overdoes it on Brazil nuts. <laughs> no one ever does it on sweet potato. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I just went overboard on sweet potato. I just got carried away. You know, it's the chocolate bars, it's the cakes, it's the pastries. And my thing is, you don't buy them. You buy them when you're out. Because you buy them when you're out, it becomes a treat. It becomes an enjoyable thing. And it becomes something you could do with your partner, your friends. And you actually look forward to it. Whereas, if you've got it in the house, it's something you're going to typically overeat yeah and then if you don't eat any fruit you make the fruit accessible fruit bowl bang in the middle of the kitchen you walk by every single day you see apples all day all you do is go pick an apple up it makes it easy and that becomes a replacement for the chocolate that's it it's just swapping it over isn't it yeah you're literally just swapping it over yeah you place it like for like because in the day we all want we all want the treat now and again but mate i go through those tubs of low calorie ice cream right we have to go to Lidl's because if you went to like Halo Top, you'd be like bankrupt. Yeah. A week on ice cream. But Lidl's do like two quid for a tub. And me and Bex just share a tub every night. Every, every night? Every single night we share a tub. It's 170 calories. But that's like, the thing is, there's, there's, no, there's nothing wrong with that because the sugar content in them quite, is quite low as well, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what, mate? I don't even, I don't even look at all. Look at it. All I think to myself is I've had... Breakfast, which is like hell of a good chia seeds, you know, peanut butter, protein powder. Do you know what I mean? Frozen berries. My lunch is great. I've had like, you know, one wrap, chicken, big salad. Then my evening meal's always normally good and actually a lot more vegetarian or fish based. And then I usually have a protein shake in the afternoon. And then, so I've had four really good meals, drunk plenty of water, two coffees. And it's like, right, I want a treat. So. You sit in front of the TV, half a tub of ice cream each. Ben and Jerry's would be like twelve hundred. Yeah, Ben and Jerry's. You can you can have a teaspoon of Ben and Jerry's or a half a tub of Halo Top. It's ridiculous. Mental, mate. And people just don't do it. And I'm like, why don't you do it? Like, yeah. or they buy a family size bar of chocolate, or they buy like a massive. You know those like um, Morrison's. You buy those flapjacks, those boxes. You know, and they've got little the little bite sized flapjacks in them. Oh uh, well, yeah. there's like twenty of them. Yeah, and they yeah, buy yeah, those yeah. and they go, oh, I bought them so I can use them throughout the week. And then it's a very low rubbish. Two days yeah. and they're gone. It's rubbish. Don't buy yeah. it. You can't, you've got no willpower. It's sat there looking at you. They're talking to you. <laughs> you know, just buy a flapjack. It's so much easier. Right. The thing is, yeah. Sorry. The, the annoying thing is with that is when you go into the shop, if you buy a single flapjack, it's probably maybe one pound or something. Yeah. Or you could buy 20 mini ones for one pound 20 and you think to yourself, Oh, what's the better deal here? So instead of saving, I don't know how much you'd save in terms of the weight and the size or whatever, but yeah. you think to yourself, well, I could get more for just 20p, so I might as well just do it because I will save them kind of thing. And it just doesn't work. People, people worry too much about spending too much money in terms of that kind of stuff and, uh, and the best value that you're going to get. I think the, the price that they do things at nowadays really frustrates me because it's like it impulses you to buy it. 100 you go up to the tills, you see that just the standard standalone chocolate bars for like 75p, or you get two for a pound, and you think to yourself, Fine, I'll get two then because I'm gonna save save money. 
you know, to save money, I'll, I'll just put it in the cupboard for next time. You just eat them both on the way home. Of course, it you happens. Do. Everyone does it. It's it's irritating the way that the government does that kind of stuff, or this, I don't know who prices them. Maybe the shops or what guidance they have, but that really that really grinds my gears. That does. <laughs> do you know what though? You're right though, because you're saying about like um, Boris saying, "Oh, he's worried about the current obesity pandemic," right? And you can get a Russell's microwave burger for like ninety p. But if you want to get like a healthy meal, and I mean a healthy meal, yeah, and you want to get like veg and like a piece of chicken, you're talking like, I'm being serious, once you've got that together, you're talking like four quid. Like by the time you've got like some decent veg or some decent salad and a decent bit of chicken, right, you're talking like four quid. Or you can get like a rustled burger, a fridge milkshake and like two chocolate bars. That'll probably still be like £2.50, you know, and then people go, I, get, I exactly understand why people don't want to eat, you know, unprocessed, you know, whole foods. Because let's be honest, a sweet potato, chicken and veg compared to a burger, people would always, not always, sorry, that's our sweeping statement. People would push towards the burger, right? If I'm out having a meal, I see there's organic grass-fed chicken right there. Veg, even though it looks lovely, because I have a lot of that at home, I'll go, I'll have a burger. But what I've started to realise now is the burger is enjoyable for the time I eat it. However, the way I feel after I've eaten it, and that's not even a lie, I feel lethargic. I actually feel like a bit like I'm sweaty. Like, you know, when you get like, like, you know, meat sweats. Like a carb overload. Yep. You feel tired. You feel, and like I had lunch yesterday. And I thought, I never really have steak and chips. So they're doing that eat out for, you know, £10 off. Oh, yeah, so yeah. We had, um, like, steak and chips, but there was, like, fish and new potatoes there. And I knew I should have picked fish and new potatoes. I knew it, right? But you pick the steak and chips because that's the kind of go-to meal. Yeah. And then I had PT, like, later on. And it's still fine, but it's like you feel a bit, like, you know, a little bit, a bit lethargic. Dr- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, when you, um, it's interesting when you eat a, a nice meal. You know, you, you know when you eat a good, nutritious, hearty meal, like your fish, I think fish is one of the leading yeah. foods that you can eat to, that makes you feel spot on. It f- makes you feel crisp. It makes you feel so fresh. And it's interesting when you eat a meal like that, how much better you do feel. You're completely right. You, you feel just like energetic, vibrant, amazing, not weighed down, all that kind of stuff. Whereas when you eat your, like you say, your carb heavy stuff, but... What what doesn't what amazes me is your chips are still potatoes, but your baby new potatoes covered in herbs are still potatoes. Yeah. Where's the difference? Is is it? I think it's all in the mindset it's, of it is, isn't it? It's yeah. all the mindset of how of you know that you're doing something beneficial towards your body, so your body's rewarding you for that. I think it's 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 amazing the way you can make yourself feel. Well, tell you that right um, on that James Habits of uh, James Clear, sorry, Atomic Habits. They had a study where they had um, two groups and basically each group had um, drunk a milkshake and say 50 people, 50 people, I can't remember the exact study was, but the 50 people that drunk milkshake A, they told him it was like a luxury high calorie milkshake. Right. The people that drunk milkshake B, they told him it was like a low calorie, you know, calorie controlled protein shake, like um, milkshake. The group that were A, that thought it was a high calorie one, because they thought it was high calorie, all of a sudden, like, their it the, what it happened in their body right their body assumed it's high calories so all of a sudden their sugars went up all that kind of thing just because they fought it in their heads where the people yeah. that thought it was a low calorie milkshake they stayed like balanced yeah 
you know what I mean? I don't know the exact detail to what happened, but basically because the people thought it was a high calorie luxury milkshake, all of a sudden the body and insulin and stuff like that started going up and down because of people's perception. So I think when you eat a burger and chips, you instantly know I shouldn't really be eating this, even though it sticks in your calories, it's deemed like naughty. So I think it makes a massive difference and it makes a massive difference to your mood, energy, if I had the fish and new potatoes, I would have walked out there being like, I had the fish and new potatoes. Yeah. I wouldn't have enjoyed it at the time as much as the steak and chips. But the whole day afterwards, I would have been like, I feel really good about myself because I had a yeah. nice piece of like sea bass or, you know, it was local as opposed to like a burger, bacon, cheese. It's you know interesting. I mean? Yeah, there's yeah. A, a similar study that I'd heard about on a podcast and it was there was a group A group. This always starts with group A and group B, doesn't it? Yeah. But basically they're all in an, um, in an exam hall and group A gets a test and group B gets a test and they're all told that it is the same test and they just want to see how they react. But group A got the hardest test in the world. It was so hard that no one could complete it within the time scale. They were given like five minutes or something. And then group B got a super easy test. It like, your ABC red and red and blue kind of like the easiest test you can get. And they got the results back and they said, right, so group B did better than that. So we're going to do it again. So they gave them another test. A got the hardest, B got the easiest again. And then in the very end, they gave group A and group B the easiest test in the world. But all of group A, not all, the majority of group A still failed the test. Yeah. Because they got themselves into that mindset so- of saying... Well, we've already failed twice. How can I pass this one? Yeah. And it's all, and it correlates to what you were saying. It's all about how you tell yourself you're doing. So with the milkshake kind of thing, you know, they're telling themselves that this is the, the worst milkshake. They can have high in sugars, high in calorie and all this kind of stuff. But it's what you tell yourself. It's, it's more about the mind and the body at that point. Well, the, for example, last week in the gym, when I deadlifted 200 kilos, very bad form. However, yeah. I still did it, right? But I went up there straight away and said, I'm going to do it, right? But Charlie, on the other hand, I knew he wasn't going to do it. And the thing is, I've done that before, self-doubt at the time. People doubt themselves. People doubt themselves with their health, their fitness, their social, their work, everything. And it's that doubt that you put in your head. As soon as you get it in there, it, it plays havoc. It spreads and manifests. And that's why you need to look after your body. Hence why I do meditation in the morning, visualization, gratitude diary. You know, you're literally positive reinforcement all the time throughout the day because you're going to get days that are hard and days that are good but you have to literally keep reinforcing the fact of why you're doing something you know why we're doing these shows you know why we're training these people why we're posting x y and z all the time because you know it yourself you get days when you think what is the point and it's the same with people's health and fitness people probably wake up one day and they think what is the point of doing ten thousand steps what is the point of going to the gym four times a week? I'm not seeing any results. And the whole point is, it's an iceberg analogy. You people only look at the top of the iceberg. Actually, the bit underneath is what you're building. You're building strong foundations. So later on, you can look back and go, that's what I created. That's why I did it. Yeah. 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 We talked about this on Thursday, didn't we? Because we, yeah. we, we finished the classes and um, we both kind of just stood there. And we both had a pretty hard week, haven't we? And we yeah. were just kind of thinking to ourselves, you know, well, yeah, it, it made me realise a little bit more that 
everyone who is up there and doing well and successful and, you know, steaming ahead with what they're doing still has the days where it's like, oh, you know, I just literally can't be bothered. But I, 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 had, I had some insight to, th- to think that that was the case, but I didn't fully recognise it until you basically said to me on Thursday, look, some, you know, this week I've had a crap week as well. I felt lethargic and I just couldn't be asked, but I got on with it. And it just, it's a little bit reassuring when you, when you can feel other people are like that as well. Yeah, you fake it till you make it, don't you? Yeah. If you feel like crap for a day, you just make yourself feel like you could. If you get yourself in a downward spiral, and go, oh, I feel crap, I feel tired, I feel tired. You know what I mean? You've had a bad night's sleep. And you keep telling yourself that. It's yeah. worse than having a bad night's sleep. You've got to wake up and go, you've had three, four hours sleep, big deal, right? Get on with it. People have had far less sleep, you know? Yeah. Some people have gone days without sleep, you know? A different test, etc. So you just convince yourself, I feel good, I feel fine. You know what I mean? I feel great, feel energised. Yeah. And then eventually you fake it till you make it. So you just keep telling yourself you feel good. And yeah, that day might not be good. And the next day might not be good either. Or they always say, you know, when you have a bad experience, something bad happens. Yeah. You then get like, say you, you knock your car, you're driving back at someone. Then you're late for work. That's another bad experience. And then, I don't know, you have an argument with your partner and you've had a really bad day. It's because you're looking for the bad experiences. What you need to do is you're knocking the back at someone. You get caught speeding. Right, example, get caught speeding. That could put you in a real annoyed mood. And that would annoy me, don't get me wrong. But you have to kind of dust that off and go, right, caught speeding. Nothing I do now will change the fact I've got caught speeding. So if I go under the limit, I'm not telling you to speed, everyone, right? But if I go ridiculously under the limit, you don't make it up, right? It's not like calories, yeah? You got caught speeding, you got three points, you got 100 quid fine. Bang, accept it, move on. If you moan about it and have a go at people about it, then you ring your partner up and have a go at her about it, or you then have a go at your work colleague about something completely random, it's just making that situation worse. Yeah. Stop looking at the bad for the rest of the day and just think, F it, I've done it, right, it's pissed me off, got caught speeding, shouldn't have speeded in the first place, it's your own fault, move on. It's actually quite selfish if you relay that back over to other people as well because they might be having a cracking day. They might be eating their lemon sauce and baby new potatoes and been five minutes early to work and, you know, not reach for the chocolate bar on the way with their meal deal or whatever it is. And then you reeling over to them and saying, oh, yeah, I've just got a speeding ticket. It's your fault because you didn't iron my shirt this morning in time. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, you just need, don't need to do that. You need That's selfish. It's really selfish. It, you need to, if you've had a bad experience, if you are going to be one of them people, which we hope you aren't, we, you know, we, we tell you not to be that kind of person and, and, and move on. But if you are, just try not to relay it over to other people because that just makes it 10 times worse. The thing is, everyone has bad days, don't they? Every yeah. single person has bad days. But let me tell you, you know, it's normally anyone who's had anyone who ever has had a situation I've ever had been in, right? Usually you'll find it's not you that's the issue. It's the day they've had. Yeah. And you're like the, the, what is it, the camel that broke the, the straw that broke the camel's back. That's it. The straw, that's the saying. The straw that broke the camel's back. It's right. like you were the last bit. But actually, if you ever see anyone, for example, having a go at like a waiter, right? The, normally, it's not the waiter that's the problem. It's the fact that the waiter might have made a mistake, but it's like something else or an amalgamation of things that are built up and that person then snapped on that person. Mm. For, and it's not the person they snapped at, but they'll make out it was. But it's like and they've built themselves up, built themselves up, built themselves up, and eventually they blow up. 
and that's the big thing and that's about controlling your mood your emotions you know realizing you've got a bad day it's usually not the other person's fault it's usually your own fault because if you've knocked the back of someone you're caught speeding you're probably late for work you should have got up early and left early yeah right the fact that the speed camp was there on on the road you know you should be doing the legal limit now i'm not saying i haven't sped before let's be honest but i'm just saying don't blame other people or blame the speed camera that it was there. The speed camera is doing its job. Same as when you get a parking ticket. People go mental at the parking warden. Oh, to be fair, it is annoying. It's annoying. I know it's annoying. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's annoying, yeah. right? But park in the right place. Do you know what I mean? If you park in the right place, you don't get a, you don't get a parking ticket. Yeah. You put a ticket on the car, you don't get a parking ticket. You don't then get annoyed. Or you park in somewhere. I parked in a bus stop once, ran in to get like a drink. I was literally a minute. No joke. Got a 30 quid parking ticket. Whose fault's that? Yours. It's the most irritating thing that you don't take the two minutes to go and find the space. Well, parking space, yeah, but it's yeah. your own fault because you're late again. That's yeah. the thing. So, own it to yourself. Like, people are blame game, you know? People blame themselves. Blame the trainer. Oh, I didn't lose any weight this week. It's your fault. Well, no, it's not my fault, right? Basically, if you do exactly what we say on the tin, like Ron Seal, you will lose body fat. You might not lose it in the week. You might not lose it in the month, but you will lose it. Track your calories, do your steps, do your workouts. Increase your steps, increase the intensity of your workouts, the results will come. They flourish. You cannot yeah. say that enough. You know, it's tools, it's 101. It's building a house. Literally, that's it, it's tools. But that's the, an analogy that I, is so important that people don't understand. That if you were to tell a joiner to go to a building site and not give him a hammer or a measuring tape or a or whatever the hell, that, or some work boots and a belt to keep yeah. his trousers up, what the hell would he do? Exactly. Like, he can't do anything. So, oh, it's, it's just like, the people that don't realise the, the fundamentals that we talk about, like the steps, the eating well, the drinking your water, the doing the exercise, are our tools which we're given to you. You're the yeah. joiner. We're about to give you the job. The job is losing weight or gaining muscle. We're giving you the, the, the hammer and the, the measuring tape to go and do that kind of thing. But that's what people don't understand. I think we're just talking gibberish when we say that you need to walk this long. But is, is it literally tools? That's spot on. That's, that's, that's the perfect way. So why don't you do a video on it? Mm. So I mean, write that down, write that down to yeah. be fair. But, but the thing is, right, the, the big, big thing is, because it's so easy to do, it's also easy not to do. Do you see? So it is so easy to do 10,000 steps a day. And people will say it isn't. It is easy to do 10,000 steps, right? We've got legs for a reason. We've got legs for walking, not for sitting down our asses like we are now. We could have done this thing whilst we were walking together. Do you know what I mean? But what that, we could call that another show, couldn't we? We'd call it the, the Walk With Us podcast, something like that. And we could just literally go around. Or we can get a car and drive around in a car into the podcast. Yeah. Do it Stick a GoPro up and dash. Yeah. <laughs> we can do it in random locations. Yeah. Literally, but the trouble with sticking around is terrible. But oh, I know. It's terrible. No, yeah. It, it is so easy to track your calories. It's so easy to you know, prepare your food, do your steps, do the workout. You know exactly what we do. And all we do is provide you with the tools and the toolbox, the belt. And then what we do is we give you the plans, the blueprint. And we say, if you use these tools and these materials, you will build this amazing house. Six bedroom house, swimming pool, tennis court, a lot, right? If you do the way we say it. But then people go, nah, can't bother with foundations, you know, sod it. What I'll do is I'll go straight into drinking pre-workout, right? And eating grenade protein bars because, or have you got any fat burning supplements? 
mm. you know, I don't need to worry about steps, right? I can do loads more training. Yeah, because the steps are the foundation, you know. Don't need to worry about sleep or stress, which are the walls, right? Just as long as you've got the windows in, it's fine. Well, yeah. You can't put the windows in a wall that doesn't exist. <laughs> you know I mean, people are talking about one rep maxes and like, is a pec fly better than a chest press? And I'm like, it's the same movement. It doesn't matter how you do it. Exactly. Yeah. It, your body doesn't understand the difference between a pec fly and a chest press. Your body understands progressive overload, which is basically taking exercise A and either doing more sets, more reps, slowing the exercise down or doing more weight. That's what it understands. It doesn't really matter if you go in the gym. I've seen people get in great shape just doing isolation workouts, biceps, yeah. triceps, leg extensions, leg curls. I wouldn't recommend it, but people have gotten great shape from that because they've got the good foundations. They've got the understanding of the calorie deficit, the steps, the food. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is people are lazy, right? Because they want you to do it for them. Hence why people buy Juice Plus, Cambridge. They buy the pack because the pack tells them what to do right but it doesn't give you the tools for longevity and sustainable results it's a quick fix at that point exactly it's a quick fix it's um like you say it's just not sustainable but the reason it's not sustainable is because a lot of the re a lot of the reason why we well obviously why we jumped on this podcast today is is people don't have a valid end point and end goal they don't have a, a reason why they're wanting to achieve this say transformation or 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 uh change in in health and what you, you know it doesn't always have to be about the body about uh, about their general health or about how fit they are or you, you know their diet all these kind of stuff people don't give themselves enough time to think about why they're doing it and if you don't have that then you're probably not going to last long enough because when things get tough and they do, don't they, you know, yep. going to the gym consistently, eating well consistently, like all the things you talked about, even just yesterday, a split decision, it took maybe took five minutes for you to decide whether you had the steak or the fish, yep. but stuff like that is it, tough, isn't it? And it, 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 it's, it's another little hard decision on the day. So when, if, when you get tough, um, when it gets tougher and you've earned the, the, you, you've earned the, how do I say it right without something? You, you've had the 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 opportunity to have that steak and chips. Yeah, you, you, you've had that because you know that's fine. But for some people, you're not at that stage yet, and the reason is because the reason you're not at that stage is because you haven't got a reason to get there. Yeah, and when things get tough, you, you you're not going to be able to sustain it because you're going to ask yourself, well, why am I doing this? You, you know, you're going to sit yourself down and think, well, what is the reason? And if there isn't one. Why, yeah. why should I keep doing it? And then you go to the cupboards and eat that chocolate bar. Or... To make yourself feel better short term. Yeah, yeah, yeah massively. But, but to lean on, so the reason we did this um, show is about why, right? And you just roll onto it now. The why is what makes you turn up on the days you don't want to turn up. And without the why, you're not going to do it. Now, yeah. motivation only gets you so far. Motivation will get you through the first month, yeah? Willpower will get you so far. But without a strong enough why, you're not going to carry on and continue on. Because when it's hot weather outside and you know you need to go for a gym workout and you've only done one gym workout this week and you know you need to be doing three, it's a Friday, and everyone else is getting boozy, it's like, oh, I'll just leave it today. Yeah. The why is what makes you go to the gym and then go to meet everyone afterwards. The why stops you from having a, you know, overindulging, maybe going out and having a main course that's a bit smarter 
than having starter main dessert and two bottles of wine. Yeah. You no, know? but the why isn't good enough to go. I want to lose body fat. You know, I want to drop a dress size. I want to drop a jean size. That is the that's that why isn't burning enough to make you do the workout to the steps. You got to ask yourself three whys. So you get the first why. Why do you want to lose body fat? That you know, I just want to feel better. Well, you know, the next why. Oh, I mean, you know, when I was younger, I used to be a bit overweight. I used to feel a bit of a complex, blah, blah. The third why, I look in front of the mirror and I hate what I see. It upsets me. It makes me cry. I don't sleep at night. Sounds extreme, hater. But the thing is, that's genuinely what people are like. You know, my partner doesn't find me attractive anymore. Do you know what I mean? Horrible. It's horrible. And that's the yeah. thing. Because if you've got that reason why, I ran up the stairs and I got severely out of breath. I thought I was having a heart attack. You know what I mean? I was playing with the kids in the garden and I could barely even breathe. I couldn't even sit down because I'm that overweight or my mobility is so crap, my back's bad, that yeah. I can't physically get up and down off the floor. There you're wise. Yeah. Then when you think to yourself, this is stupid. My kid's 10. I want to see him grow up and get married and have their own family. And I'm 50 and I can barely even stand up and sit down. What am I going to be like when I'm 60? Yeah. You see? Then you that's a, that's, there's the valid reason why. Yes. Yeah. 100%. And the thing is, to make a habit, you need a how, a what, and a why. Right? How, what, why. So when you wanted to, for example, oh, I need to create a calorie deficit, you know, to, to burn body fat, create a calorie deficit. So how to create a calorie deficit? You eat less, you know? Yeah. So what do you want to do? You want to create a calorie deficit to lose body fat. How to do it? You eat less. Why? If you've just got the how and the what, you're not going to do it. The yeah. why is, I want to look better in front of the mirror. I want to smile when I have a picture taken on Instagram and I have a selfie. And I want to look at myself and go, I look good. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, yeah. That's massive. You know, for some people don't allow themselves to think of themselves in that way. You know, you know it's, it's nice to know that you look good in front of the mirror or the camera or in front of your friends on the beach or stuff like that. It's, it's not big-headed. It's not pretentious at all yeah. to think that you look good. It's actually, it's, it's, it's more beneficial for your health to think that you look good than to think, oh, I don't look good. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and you should share that as well. It's massive thing is sharing your wins. And sharing, yeah, because the more you share it with someone, that the, the more it festers inside of you and the better you feel. Like... On the contrary, when we were talking about if you've got the speeding ticket and you share it with someone, that's gonna it's gonna build up even more because you you share it and it's getting relayed. There's more thought processes going yeah. on in your head about that one situation, so it amalgamates into this big thing. But on the again going back over to the flip side, if you tell yourself that you look good and you go down to the beach and you say to your friends, "Oh, you know, I'm feeling good today," there's two times you're telling yourself you look good. Yeah. Then. Say you're with four friends, four of them are going to say, oh, yeah, you do look good. Yeah. And then, what? And, and you know, it's, you need to make yourself feel positive and, and don't worry about being, um, worrying about people saying that you're, oh, you know, she says that she looks good all the time. You know, you don't have to be saying that, saying that you look good all the time, but it's giving yourself a bit of self-confidence. It's massive. It's, it's really important to G yourself up as well as your friends. Definitely, mate. I couldn't agree with you more. And I think the thing is, it's about time we started to, like, you know, be a bit more confident and, you know, be a bit more positive with each other and just say, you know, say nice things. Say one nice, one nice comment a day. Say yeah. one appreciative comment a day. 
you know, rather than saying negative stuff. And I could be the same, you know, let's be honest. I always take the piss up my baits, right? I always say like bad things about this and that, and no one's perfect, but actually it's about time we started like building people up and working with people rather yeah. than slagging people off left, right and center, because it, you become a very bitter person. And who the hell wants to be a bitter person? I wouldn't want to be a bitter person, you know? No. And in the day, someone does a good lift to the gym, bang on. If they lift more than me, which a lot of people can, well done. Someone yeah. looks better than someone else, great, you know? Support them, they've done bloody well, they've done bloody well. My mate Ollie lost a ton of weight, you know what I mean? I wouldn't turn around and say, oh, he's like, let's start like kicking him. I'd yeah. say, bloody hell, mate, you look amazing. Well yeah. done, fair play. Bloke's got a transformation that would like knock people's socks off. Yeah. ridiculous yeah and that's the thing doesn't even brag about it the that's the thing yeah just calm and collect about it yeah it just doesn't say a thing about it doesn't even talk about it you wouldn't even know about it there's yeah. me I put, I would put I would put billboards up myself if I did it <laughs> that's the difference in it I love shouting from the rooftops Trouble I shout too much yeah. yeah but hey we'll cut it we're gonna cut it there because we've got class to go to people to teach but remember Get your why. Once you've got your why, everything falls into place. The why isn't good enough to say, I want to drop a dress size. It needs to be an emotional response. Dig, dig deep into what your why is. If you dig really deep, you'll find your why. You'll realise the reason why you're doing your steps, why you're doing your calorie deficit, and why you're doing your workouts. Do you want anything, Fionn? Um, yeah, that last little point that we touched on there, um, I think you've got the, the whole point of the podcast with the why bit, but... Um, in today's society, obviously, it's it's massive about people, you know, putting people down on social media or all this kind of stuff. Always looking to jump at something to 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 be negative about. So, just like you said before, just try and say at least one nice thing to one of your friends today. Just give them a message out of the blue and just say, "Oh, you look really good." Or or it could be, "I like." what you're doing at the moment or I like your shoes or you know you looked good the other day whatever it is just give someone a little bit of positivity because obviously what's going on at the moment we're all a bit anxious and a bit nervous and don't really know what's going on in that respect so just give someone a bit of reassurance today and just make that one of your tasks to go for you as well as your 10,000 and eating well and no chocolate bars yeah and get seven hours sleep and not get stressed yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) hey we better shoot though Right. Right. See everyone soon. See you later, everyone. Bye-bye, mate.